Vanetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, an ongoing series of lectures and teachings on spiritual leadership, personal change, and the principles of divine administration. Part of the curriculum of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. More information can be found at uaspr.org. This episode is titled, The Aquarian Age in Relation to the First Stage of Light and Life, the New Millennium, and Divine Administration. Here is Gabriel of Urantia. Aquarius, the noun, is a constellation in the equatorial region of the Southern Hemisphere, near Pisces and Aquila, and it's also called the Water Barrier. The 11th sign of the zodiac in astrology is the water bearer. And Aquarius is one who is also born under this sign, this water sign. The last 2,000 years has been the age of Pisces, the sign of the fish, a representation of Christ as the word of God or spiritual food. The Urantia book actually teaches that there are actually seven stages of light and life. Seven stages of light and life, or you might say seven Aquarian stages. Seven Aquarian ages. The Aquarian age, the first one, represents Christ as the water barrier, the cleanser, the purifier, the establishment of the age of clarity, the age of actualization, whereas the word becomes one with the energy of water, the word of God fused with the energy of water, combined with a planetary divine administration of us humans as administrators. We are, different statistics say, 70% water, Our bodies contain a lot of water. And this administration of us administrators that have been purified by the previous tribulation and the tribulation of just living on this planet. The millennium is the span of a thousand years. A thousand year period of holiness. Mentioned in the book of Revelation chapter 20, during which Jesus and his faithful followers are to rule the earth. Book of Revelation and other chapters in the Old Testament speaks about some of the apostles returning before Jesus returns. The millennium, the new millennium, the Aquarian age, is a hoped-for period of joy, serenity, prosperity, and justice. Here now on planet Earth, we have no real justice. There's hardly any justice in any area or any realm, not real justice. All once in a while, a little bit of justice may sneak through somewhere, but it has to sneak through. Aquarian concepts of the new millennium is a millennium of submission to mandated elders of human divine administration on your answer. This is a prerequisite for a world to come into light and life. Without that kind of submission 
and recognizing your true elders, there can be no true peace on this planet because your loyalty is given to those who don't deserve it. It's a prerequisite to becoming part of divine administration in any way. The vast hierarchy of celestial administration to paradise is the divine example of submission to elders throughout all eternity. From here to eternity, there is a vast administration, Aquarian, water. H2O is the equation for water molecule. Two hydrogen plus one oxygen equal water. Continuing fifth epic of Revelation says in volume two, paper 240, that the water molecule represents the trinity and the balance of life. Even medicine caused the H2O molecule, the solvent of life. They are very accurate there. Continuing fifth epic of Revelation says that the electrons and a water molecule submit to one another. Again, the Aquarian age, the age of submission to true elders. A scientific fact of this example would be one electron from each of the two hydrogen atoms goes around the oxygen, then back around the hydrogen as to maintain the stability of the molecule. It's a scientific fact. You can see submission. Continuing fifth epic of Revelation would explain it this way. It explains it thusly. The father slash son of paradise formed the positive polarity. The mother slash infinite spirit forms the negative polarity. Of all the physical universes, there have been five epical revelations on Urantia, and every epical revelation had a physical planetary headquarters, with the exception of Jesus Christ, who was the fourth epical revelation and who did the majority of his teachings anyway in present day Israel. An epical revelation is the latest spiritual information given from God to man through a mandated personality to all the races of a planet. This planet being Urantia. Therefore, evolutionary religions such as Buddhism, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, and other sects who have not incorporated epical revelation into their truths are antiquated and lack cosmic insight and cosmic law. That's why we cannot talk about God with each other for longer than 10 minutes without getting into an argument or getting into a war. There have been religious wars for the last 200,000 years on Urantia and millions and millions and millions of people killed over God. Ha ha, isn't that stupid? Even to say such a thing is crazy. There have been wars in which both 
sides wave flags. Under God, we trust, charge, and then slaughter each other. It's happening today. What we need is a worldwide spiritual solution. This is why we work so hard to bring the fifth epic of Revelation and continuing to the world. Therefore, a divine administration cannot function in an evolutionary religion. It's impossible. As there is no hell, individuals who do not come into epical revelation and are good people from every religion will possibly go to the first mansion world. Mostly they will if they're good people. If they have virtue at some level, enough to get them to the first mansion world. And they will ascend from there. The problem is, if they have not come into fifth epic of revelation on Urantia, which has been available since 1955 here on this planet, they would not have been able to manifest in their lives many important things pertinent to their own individual happiness, fulfillment, and careers. And spiritual compliments cannot be brought into their lives, i.e., higher spiritual husband or wife, mothers and fathers, past lives, sisters and brothers, associates, to work with them in a higher consciousness and higher purposes. They cannot be brought into their lives if they are not students of continuing fifth epic of revelation, fifth epic of revelation that God has brought to this planet and has been published on this planet since 1955. And they cannot meet their individual destinies in God, no matter what that is. They cannot be actualized. All of the epical revelations were presented by mandated personalities in a physical location. For those of you who don't know, the five epical revelations are Caligastia and his staff of 100 supermortals at Dalmatia, present-day Middle East. Dalmatia is often referred to wrongly as Atlantis. Two, Adam and Eve. In the first and second gardens of Eden, off the coast of Lebanon, near the island of Cyprus, Three, Machavinta Melchizedek, who taught Abraham first in the land of Ur, which is present day, what? Iraq and Iran. One day it was, I mean, then it was all one. Machavinta Melchizedek then taught in Salem, which became what? Jerusalem. The fourth epical revelation was Jesus Christ, who we call Jesus Christ Michael because he is a Michael's son, a paradise origin God. He taught in and around present-day Israel. In five, the mandate of the bright and morning star, held by, thank you, I didn't want to say it, which is the calling forth of destiny reservist from all over the world. Presently consisting of 81 adults 
and 21 children from five continents. Come and pray for the spirit of truth that Jesus Christ Michael left on this planet to open up your eyes to what's happening on this planet and in this world and in a true administration with people helping other people, with people serving other people, not just a church of Sunday morning goers, but a church that is written in the New Testament as Michael gave, Jesus gave, which said they lived together, went from house to house and broke bread together and had all things in common. That's the true church. My mandate is to bring through the continuation of the first one-tenth of the Urantia book. The continuing fifth epic of Revelation is the book of the Aquarian Age and the books of the Aquarian Age. Not what man has to say about God, but what God has to say about God's self to mankind. Big, big difference. If you don't believe that, try reading the Urantia book. Start from the introduction. You will find out that you cannot just read the Urantia book. You have to become virtuous to understand it. Else you have to put it down and give up. Or you choose to want to learn it. You choose to want to become more godlike and find a group of readers who know it better than you. In order to find a group of readers that knows it better than you, that means you have to humble yourself and become what? A student. Whoa, there's the problem. Well, I'm the Dalai Lama. I'm the Pope. I'm a bishop. I'm a cardinal. I'm a pastor of a mega church. There's the problem right there. You have to humble yourself and become a student. We're here, all of us elders, been reading the Urantia book for over 20 years, some of us, 30 years. We're here to help you to learn it. That's what God, Christ Michael, Jesus is setting up. Don't believe us? Then fine, don't choose. Then you suffer the consequences of your own choices in the tribulation ahead on this planet. Jesus said that he was the water of life. The Aquarian age is what? The Hopi say, putovagatsi, water is life. The Aquarian age represents the rule of the true spiritual water teachings of the cosmic Christ Jesus on Urantia, the creator son of Nebadon. The fifth epic of Revelation, Urantia book in, in Cosmic Family Volumes, is the future planetary language in what the Hopis call the fifth world. Jesus said that he would return to this planet. His divine administration on earth is the water carrier of the fifth epical revelation and is the only hope of true justice to the peoples of the planet. The only hope is his return. There are good people in all religions and true leaders in all religions. Good people. But there are also a lot of false teachings, 
dogmas and superstitions and traditional ceremonies that have little to do with cosmic reality or the spiritual health of individuals or their children. Because of the Lucifer Rebellion that promoted self-assertion and unbridled liberty, I'll do it my way. Individuals for the last 200,000 years since the fall have been unwilling to commit themselves to true spiritual elders. Where they can be held be led by those elders into higher principles of a divine administration. Millions of so-called religious people follow religions that do not teach that it is necessary even to be in the perfect will of God the Father. The members of these religions, although they may follow a guru or a priest or a rabbi, a monk or a sheikh actually, in fact, do not hear the voice of God inside them themselves. We say here that the only thing that we usually do when we counsel others is we tell you what God's already telling you. We just confirm it. If you're honest, you know that God spoke to you about it but you didn't want to hear it. What we do is confirm what God is already telling you, but you just don't want to look at. We confirm it, particularly as Father Circuited guys, we confirm it very strongly. Many Christian intellectuals, they follow the voice of intellect. Many Urantia book readers follow the voice of intellect. They do not really follow the God of the book. They don't really know the God of the book. They have God here, but not here. Big, big difference. Many millions of individuals are kept from epical revelation by religious leaders because they do not want to lose control of their constituents. Oh, they got these great big mega buildings, big bills. The only way they can pay those bills is if people tithe to their churches. That's all right. That's all going to fall apart. It's all going to be swept away by winds, tornadoes, earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, lack of food, lack of water, and war. It's happening now, and it's going to happen more in Western civilization. Wake up, America. Time is short to come in to higher truth. Time is short for you that are being called as destiny reservists to come to divine administration. There'll come a time when travel will be impossible, particularly travel from country to country and across the ocean. And then travel from state to state will even be difficult in America. Time is short. Because there's a great conspiracy to keep the Urantia book unknown and Cosmic Family volumes held back from the masses, they are basically unknown in many countries. Paladin, the finaliter, 
And the main entity who brings through continuing fifth epic of revelation says that the fifth epic of revelation and continuing is first to be brought to the English-speaking peoples of the world and that the majority of destined reservists do speak and read English. They got no excuse. And there's many English-speaking peoples in other races that live in India, South America, and other Indonesian countries. They have no excuse. English has become the world's common accepted language. Not that it's the best. It just has become that. Continuing Fifth Epic of Revelation says that English will be the common planetary language of the new millennium. One of the problems with the new age is that the term father, God, has become a dirty word. And so has the understanding, God as personality, become a dirty concept. God as a being who created us, you, me, all celestial beings and all universes, and has a plan for each and every one of our destinies, an individual plan. So Caligastia, some would call the devil or Satan or Lucifer, but they're all different beings. Caligastia is here on this planet, and his job, his job, his career, his plan, is to keep you away from understanding God as a personality, from understanding God as a father. Because father is a protector. Father is guide. Mother is nourisher. The aspect of God as mother is nourisher. But the aspect of God is guide and protector. You will not find your destiny in God unless you know the Father. Jesus Christ Michael was a divine son born in paradise. Born in paradise. The original teachings of many religions, such as Siddhartha Buddha, now have become a godless religion. Siddhartha Buddha, guess what? Believed in God. It was his disciples that wrote God out of the Buddhist teachings. Siddhartha Buddha prayed to the divine one omnificent God. It was his disciples that prayed to trees and believed that their ancestors was an ant or a cow. That is false teachings. Buddhism has many beautiful lower concepts but not cosmic concepts that will send the soul to the first source and center, whereas God, the Father, can talk to you personally. You can meditate all you want for days in, day out, but it won't get you anywhere but escape from the world and responsibilities in which God is calling you to. He may want you to build an architectural bridge from one ocean to another. But you're too busy meditating up in a tree or house somewhere or in a cave. It's not going to get you anything. You can't just talk about love. You have to create it. You create it by serving others. 
not just by prayer and meditation, but by physical doing something. Your activism, your proactive spirituality has to come out for sure. It's a fusion of ascension and spirituality. It's a fusion of heart and mind, not just heart. Hey, I like to go live in a teepee. I like to go live in a tree. I like to go live in a cave. Take a, just forget about everything. Forget about all my responsibilities. Just pray for you guys. That's it. I probably did that many lives in the past. That's not God's way. He wants your little behinds out there doing something. Making something, using your hands, using your minds, creating, sharing. Big difference when God the Father is let in. Jesus himself taught us to pray these words, the beginning of which is, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But Caligastia, the fallen secondary Lenondedec son who was once the planetary prince of this planet, for the last 200,000 years since the fall of mankind, has tried to discredit the truth of the existence of a universal father and the necessity to walk in the perfect will of that father. He's done a pretty good job. You hear in the New Age, don't call God a father, God's a goddess. Okay, well, that's, that's true too. But in all of the trillions of higher inhabited worlds out there in time and space, those that have the technology to jump in a spaceship and fly from one universe to another and land there and have a spaghetti meatball dinner, they call God Father. All of them. They know. They know. And the reason they could fly like that from one universe to the, to the other, because once you begun, begin to know God as Father, guess what he does, God the Father? He gives you the technology to get from one place to another. The technology, the inspiration of God is a gift from the Father, the prime mover of all things. So we hear today, we are all gods. That's the concept of the Piscean Age, the wrong teachings of the Piscean Age. But that's not what Jesus taught. Jesus pointed to the Father. He said, I and the Father are one, because he was the God of this local universe called Nebadon. And there are 700,000 universes because there are 700,000 creator sons, micro sons, in control of those local universes. You are not God. You may have a fragment of God within you, but once you start saying you're God, oh man, look out. You're so arrogant, prideful, ugly to any true person of humility. You can call yourself God all you want, but you can't even keep a roof over your head, half of you. You're waiting tables when you should be building buildings. 
talking to millions of people over television and radio. Helping to heal, be true healers. Not false healers and fake healers, but true healers. All because of your pride and arrogance and your fallen state. Humble yourselves. Come to the true Father. Come to the true God. Your inner guidance can be very much your self-will, not God's will. The heart can be you or can be God. If it's God, amen, hallelujah, follow it, the voice of God in your heart. But when it's you, you have to know the difference. You have to know God's will above your own will. Many of you follow your own will and say it's God's will. That's the problem with this planet. We are not educated from our time that we can understand that there is a God and that there is a God the Father and that he does want to talk to us, not just mommy and daddy, but big mom and big dad, and particularly big dad. Once you got that voice in you, your children grow up faster and they begin to meet their destinies faster. And in their teens, it takes us who don't learn those concepts into our 40s, 50s, and 60s, and we may never actualize on this planet, but in our society, our children will in their teens and 20s. Big difference. That's the prototype and the paradigm for the new world. That's the paradigm for the new earth. That's the paradigm for the Aquarian age. Finding God the Father, coming to God the Father, and finding your destinies in your teens and early 20s. Not when you're too old to appreciate it or never realize it at all in this earth. The more young people that do that, the more this world will come into balance. We are co-creators with God only by the fact that God first created the material things in which we can use to create something else. But we can't create one material thing. Not one. We can't create a peanut. We can't create a seed. We can't create a rock. We can't create anything. It has to be there for us to create something by those things. It's God that created the things. Matter. Inorganic, inorganic matter created by God the Father throughout all the universes of time and space. The Urantia book speaks of the Aquarian age this way. As the first stage of light and life and also the golden age. Page 624. During this age of light and life, the world increasingly prospers under the fatherly rule of the planetary sovereign. By this time, the worlds are progressing under the momentum of one language, one religion, and our normal spheres, one race. Normal spheres. But this age is not perfect. These worlds, the first stage of light and life, the beginning of the Aquarian age, still have well-appointed hospitals, Homes for the care of the sick. There still remain the problems of caring for accidental injuries. 
and the inescapable infirmities attendant upon the decrepitude of old age and the disorders of senality. Most of that is that it's so doggone hard to eat right. It's one of the last things to overcome. You don't eat right, your body will definitely react. Your body is the temple of God. And so until you get a new one, you got to start realizing that, else your body slowly will die. And now our water is diseased all over the planet. In the first stage of light and life, disease is not entirely vanquished. Neither have the earth animals been subdued in perfection. But such worlds are like paradise in comparison with the early times of primitive man during the pre-planetary prince age. You would instinctively describe such a realm could you suddenly be transported to such a planet in this stage of development as heaven on earth. Human government and the conduct of material affairs continues to function throughout this age of relativity, progress, and perfection. That's us, human government. The public activities of a world in the first stage of light and life, which I recently visited, were financed by the tithing technique. Again, this is talking about a whole different setup on the planet. Every adult worker and all able-bodied citizens worked at something within a divine administration. The natural resources of this planet were administered as social possessions. Social possessions. Not mine, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine, not that. But social possessions. Community property. Not that's mine, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. Community property. On this world, the highest honor conferred upon a citizen was not the sports hero, not the movie star, not the political conniver, but the person of Supreme Service Award. Supreme Service. Being the only degree of recognition ever to be granted in the Moranshan Temple. You want a new body quick? Serve. Even up there. That's how you get a brand new body. By being a servant to humanity. In the highest way. I'm ready for mine. This recognition was bestowed upon those who had long distinguished themselves in some phase of supermaterial discovery or planetary social service. The majority of social and administrative posts were held jointly by men and women. Jointly by men and women. Jointly. Most of the teaching was also done jointly. Likewise, all judicial trusts were discharged by similar associated couples. All judicial trust. What a world. That's our hope. Bright and Morning Star said that three scenarios could soon take place. The coming back to this planet of Jesus Christ, Michael, 
which he promised to do, and I sure hope that's the one I'm hoping for. The second, the coming to this planet of a Trinity teacher son, who you will not be able to see, but you will be able to see his spiritual soldiers, his soldiers of the light, all probably several million of them, all maybe eight feet tall, all who, when they tell you something, you will obey. Because if you don't obey, you will be physically taken in a spaceship. And go ahead and laugh at this if you want, audience. That's fine. To another planet, a worse planet than this one. You won't even have to die to get there. You'll be removed. Because as long as there are people on this planet who don't want to do the right thing, who don't really love one another, as long as there are people on this planet who are greedy, envious, jealous, iniquitous, there can never be peace on this planet. You need to be removed. You see, they used to send you at one time, even on this planet, to a prison island. Lucifer is on a prison world right now. So don't think this is strange teachings. This is like cosmic fact. The third scenario is that Machiavinta Melchizedek, who is the present planetary prince on this planet in the fifth dimension, is the one that taught Abraham for 94 years on this planet once before, may rematerialize. He will be seen, and so were his multi-million soldiers of the light. And they were set up a true divine new order on this planet. That's another wonderful scenario. One of those three things have to happen because people on this planet right now, they're just stuck in wrong religions. And their leaders, they want to keep them stuck. Many are called, but few are chosen. Thank you very much. Vanetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, an ongoing series of lectures and teachings on spiritual leadership, personal change, and the principles of divine administration. Part of the curriculum of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. More information can be found at uaspr.org.